Life as We Know It with Tom Walton. For most of us, our cell phone has become such a critical part of our lives that we might as well have it stapled to our clothing. On those rare occasions when I forget to take my cell phone with me as I leave the house, I feel guilty that someone, somewhere, who is important to me is trying to reach me and I'm not available. It's the same feeling we get when we realize we've left our wallet at home. Not only are we without our driver's license, we're without purchasing power. I'm not sure which is more problematic. If we needed any more proof of how cell phones have taken over our lives, we got it in a New York Times story a while back. Our mobile phones, according to the Times, are not immune to the long-familiar curse of our landlines, the robocall, and it's steadily getting worse. For a long time after acquiring my first cell phone, I relished the fact that the only calls I received were calls I actually wanted. My kids, my grandchildren, my friends. I didn't have to worry that I might be falling into a financial trap if it was set by my eight-year-old in Dayton. Those were good times, but those days are gone. Now I have to filter my cell phone calls as aggressively as I do my landline. Why keep the landline, you ask? Well, my cable supplier, and no, it's not Buckeye, gives me a better deal if I hang on to the landline. If it weren't for bundling my TV cable, my internet service, and my landline phone, the latter would be gone. I'm not sure what I would gain, however. Robocalls are popping up frequently enough on my cell phone that I'm increasingly reluctant to share my cell phone number, lest it be shared far and wide just as our landline numbers are. Stop and think how often you are asked to supply your mobile phone number, often quite legitimately. I purchased an airplane ticket recently, and the airline wanted my cell phone number in case they needed to reach me with any last-minute flight information while I'm traveling to the airport. Seemed reasonable, and I gave them the number. But I also recognized that, once again, my life was a little less private and secure. The New York Times report noted that the number of automated calls has skyrocketed in recent years. Some 3.4 billion robocalls, that's 3.4 billion with a B, were made in the month of April alone. That's 900 million a month more than in the previous April. Both houses of Congress are considering legislation to curb abuses. Well, lots of luck with that. Robocallers are adept at fooling us. One of the most disturbing tactics is manipulating technology to make it appear that an incoming call is a local call. It's a ploy that even has a name, neighborhood spoofing. Somehow they use our own area code and a local prefix to deceive us into thinking someone across town is trying to get in touch. I made the mistake of picking up a cell phone call a few weeks ago that the phone identified as local. The number on my caller ID included the same three-number prefix as my own. It was an organization claiming to represent the men and women of law enforcement, and wouldn't I want to support them with my donation? Our first responders have no bigger fan than me, but I resented the tactic and I was suspicious of it anyway. Let's face it, we've created this monster by embracing everything about the tech revolution. Now we have to live with it. Life as We Know It is written and hosted by Tom Walton and is a production of WGTE Public Media. Life as We Know It with Tom Walton can be heard on WGTE FM 91 every Monday afternoon during All Things Considered at 5.44 p.m. Or hear past episodes at wgte.org life.